you give him the time as you live, his word rhymes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Living in God's Rhyme. My name's Dave. Uh, hello, everybody, and welcome also. And My name is Tim. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I'm going to let Tim talk for a couple seconds, and Dave's got a couple of confessions to talk about. Go ahead. <laughs> well, uh, I am uh, excited. Well, I shouldn't say excited. I am uh, curious about Dave's confessions. Uh, uh, I'm happy that he's uh, willing to publicly uh, profess those. And uh, but we uh, we're looking forward to today. Uh, we're going to talk about what uh, what God does for us, what He does for us. It's uh, we've talked about prayer and faith. And uh, through prayer and faith, there are many things that God does for us. And that the uh, the topic that we're going to go through today, Dave. Okay. To, again, today, it's uh, it, let me talk to you about Dave's little confessions here. <laughs> for those of you who listen to the podcast on Friday and early Saturday, I would like to apologize for the editing that wasn't right. <laughs> there were. There were things that came through and things that came out that didn't get edited properly. Uh, it was really weird. I sent this late Friday night or Thursday night to Tim, a copy of it. And at 11.15, he had sent, he sent me back a message or you called to, hey, first 15 minutes are missing. And we didn't want you folks to go, oh, I guess all they got is the introduction. We're leaving. <laughs> so I recorded it, re re-edited it really, 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 really quick. And not very well. I apologize for that. The better edit, better edit came out on Saturday, uh, late in the afternoon after I got home from work. So again, my apologies if any of that offended you. My apologies again. I do. I, I don't want to ever do that. Uh, Tim and I are now getting ahead of the game, so that I have the time to edit. It was just one of those weeks where it didn't work out for us that way. Uh, also, I wanted to to say that I uh, have done a little more reading this week about uh, what Tim has been writing. I shouldn't say reading about, I should say rereading what Tim has written. And it's uh, great to know that I have a brother who has such great talent when it comes to poetry and, and, and I'm getting to know his thought process better and it doesn't scare me anymore. So there's my confession on that. And <laughs> I'm understanding how and why it works now. Uh, and I hope you do too. And I, that's, that's my wish for you is that you understand what he's saying, why he's saying it. And that the fact that he can and does gives us, gives us grace from, from God because they come from him too. So with that big brother, what do we, so we're going to talk about what God does for us. And God did the editing on this, this last one when I got to the second edit and I was really able to do it at then he was yeah. he was sitting alongside me saying, "No, take that out! I'll take that out." <laughs> you were you were thinking, "Be still and let me be God." Yeah, well, uh, I no, was I thinking, hate. "Be still," and I also said a big long prayer beforehand, which is again is new to Dave. But Dave's in <laughs> Dave had a long a little long conversation with God saying, "Yeah, it, it really need, I need to fix this one fast. Help yeah. me out." Well, okay. Before I get into the first uh, poem. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to get off track here, but I also have a confession to make. Okay. Uh, in going to church today, let's uh, church online. One of the previous podcasts, uh, or maybe it's in the coming up where I have a poem called out of the closet. Yeah. We haven't gone to that one yet. Okay. You're right. We will. But I realize that I still need to come out of the closet. I need to do more. 
for people. And uh, hopefully then on that podcast where that poem is read, we will be able to uh, get into what I heard today. Okay. But uh, <clears throat> let's start out with this one, Dave. Okay. Called, His word may it lead us. Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, Paul, Peter, Timothy, and Jude, books and letters written to show us the way to God's love, the love of his sacrifice, the love of his grace, the love he has for us, the human race. Jesus said, believe, be baptized, and spread the gospel. We should not only pray, pray every day for those who have not heard his mighty saving word. We should speak so that we reach those souls we know of the gift we have received, so that they will not be deceived. We need to shout to the world about that Jesus saves. He is what God gave, so so the end will be better, so it will not be bitter. Some afterthoughts. As believers, we can meet in clusters so that faith and desire we can muster. That as we leave the room, we do not have a sense of doom, but the faith to share, share that we care, that others hear what we hold dear to our hearts, so they may start to see what they can be, when with Jesus they will be free. Hmm. And that, uh, just some thoughts I had, uh, you know, every, you, you look at the New Testament, and it's all about, you know, all the sharing that was done, sharing of faith, the sharing that Jesus did of his love, his healing, his uh his love for others, and and as you read the Gospels, you know it's all. It all comes down to, uh, you know, we are we are commanded to uh, spread the gospel, and yeah. when we do that, uh, God, we let God lead us. Let God lead us, and and He leads us as we read these things. So yeah. I, I have this written down here for part of my discussion uh, before I went off uh, script here. I had written, Jesus prepared the way. Throughout the New Testament, we are reminded of that. There is nothing we can do on our own to save ourselves from evil and its end. It is through faith in life, death, and resurrection of Jesus, the Son of God, through the grace of God, that we are saved from sin and its ending. And I will simply ask this question and say, what is sin's ending? We don't have to worry about that. If we know God, wow. <laughs> you're, you're getting really good at uh, sending out those kinds of, of words or those kinds of phrases there. It's yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me, folks. Apologize. Oh, you want to let's, let's go into another one. Okay. Uh, maybe yeah, let's do that. I'm, Cause let's, let's go into another one. And uh, cause uh, this one is titled the love God gives on his head, thorns for a crown the thorns of my transgression. Because he loved me, I bow down and profess to him my confession. An all-knowing God who created all we know, knowing the good and bad seeds we would sow, still breathed into each one of us life, knowing that one day he would pay the price. I wonder as I write these stanza of words, why if he knew we would become a herd of wandering sheep, his word he still keeps. Though he knew of our sin, our wandering ways, his love never wanders, the same it stays. Yes, he is a just God who will punish the unrepentant who refuse to believe. But his love is always there when we are ready to share, to share in his reign that removes our shame. He is a just God, a righteous God. He is a God of love. He is a God of glory. The holy love of God forgives. 
It gives hope and blessing, joy in our sadness. It lifts us up as we share the cup, the blood of his covenant, with the lost remnant. From us he deserves our constant praise as he preserves our living days. And sometimes I wonder why he gave us free will, knowing that we would wander, knowing he would love us still. His ways are not our ways. Thankfully, we should pray a prayer of thanksgiving that with him we are living. Knowing all who would hear his call, he prepared for those who believe that he alone is holy in glory, a promise at the end of the story. It is a story of his love, the pain of his love, the magnitude of his love, the forgiveness of his love, and the hope of his love. He sent Jesus to deliver the message, to pay the price, to make us right, to show the way, to open the door, that we may forever live in his sight. Thank you, Lord, for your love for me, your love for my neighbor. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for eternity. That's good. Just, um, That's yeah, a longer I mean, ones you've done, too, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it is. Um, just be glad I don't write really long sentences well you stop that <laughs> well, uh, yeah no, i'm just kidding just no kidding, but folks. i just uh forgive the, the attempt at humor there but uh yeah no i just uh god is amazing and knowing what we are what what we are who we are how we are the the world we live in the fact yeah. that he still loves us and the fact that uh he gave us a love that is uh we're not able to comprehend that he will, you know, in, in sacrificing yeah. his son for our salvation, for the, for the last final sacrifice required for this forgiveness of sin once and for all, uh, that when you talk about giving people life, giving them eternal life, that is just, uh, that's amazing grace. Yeah. Absolutely amazing grace. Yeah. I like this part too. I mean, you, you say in here, uh, an all knowing God who creates all we know, knowing the good and bad seeds we will, we would sow still breathed into each one of us life, knowing that he one day would pay the price. I ain't nothing better ain't nothing more true than that. Is there? Yeah. He knew, you know, he, he, he knew before creation what, what yeah. this world was going to be and he didn't give up. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He he never will. He never will. Yeah, and I like the, I like this 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 uh, sentence too. But his love is always there when we are ready to share to share in his reign that removes our shame, and and, and that is something I'm learning again is uh, when I'm ready to share. Is that's when the, the shame of it goes away, which there really was ever never any shame in saying that I believed in God or or an afterlife or anything like that or heaven. It's just maybe in the back of your mind you go, yeah, maybe I shouldn't say anything to people because you know, what they what are they going to say? And and I don't think that well, that's right. Yeah, I th- and I, and I have that, that same issue where I think okay, people who've known me, right for years are going to say, uh, I know some of them will say from when I was, a definitely, a, uh, an older teenager and at a point in my middle years where, uh, you know, this isn't the Tim Carter I knew. Right. 
it's the Tim Carter. This now is a Tim Carter. God knew would one day write. Right. Uh, you know, so there's that shame of who you were, but he's erased that shame. So I don't have to be. I don't have to be closer to the mic. It. There you go. Oh, <laughs> that's okay. No, 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 no. That's okay. It's no. Okay. <laughs> no, I just, uh, you know, the shame, yeah, the shame that we, we, we lived in, you know, he, he's taken that from us. We, we've been forgiven. Yeah. So yeah, he's taken our shame and. The things he does for us is in that we don't think about every day. Maybe I, maybe, maybe you do. I don't think about it every day because I'm very selfish. I've learned that over the years. <laughs> and, and I think about it every once in a while. I go, well, yeah, but God, you gave me that, that trait. <laughs> and he didn't. He didn't give me that trait of being selfish. He, that's something I developed all by my little lonesome. I'm not yeah, going to blame him uh, for yeah. that. That's for sure. And I have done a very good job at that. You know, I'm usually good at what I do when I do it. So, Well, and that goes back to free will. You know, we have that free will. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, some I, I wonder at times why he gave it to us, but uh, he certainly didn't want a bunch of just uh, robots running around uh, doing his will and uh, not really, I don't know whether the word is understanding, but just, I mean, there's so much, we're all so different because he's given us free will too. Uh, yeah. And yeah. he's, and in, in, and he's given us all different gifts. There's, you know, the gifts that the Holy Spirit can give us that we receive through the Holy Spirit. Just the gifts he gives us are things that help one another, that help one another. And in knowing him, uh, the past is dead and buried. And we just, and I, I've written about this uh, in, uh, in poems where we must forgive ourselves. And I, I, I think, you know, if God can forgive me for what I've done, if I certainly repent from what I've done and ask for my ask for forgiveness, then I need to forgive myself and and move forward. Because if I don't forgive myself, I'm living in the past, and that's going to keep me from uh, living for tomorrow or in tomorrow when tomorrow comes. Yeah, it it's hard to forgive yourself sometimes. Yeah, but, and, and you know, a lot of people don't know how. I don't. I don't always know that I know how. You know, but if we've asked for forgiveness from the person we've hurt, mm -hmm. and they give us for, they give us they forgive us, they say yes, I I forgive you for what you've done. Then who are we to say that I need to hang on to that feeling I have of that bad feeling I have, and because of what I did, we've been yeah. forgiven, and we've been forgiven by God. Who are we to go against what you know what God says when uh, your sins are forgiven? Yeah. I, yeah. I guess at those times we need to pray again that, that the Lord will help us, will help us get over that, will help us overcome that uh, lack of forgiveness we give ourselves. Because it certainly doesn't help us. I, and I've been in that situation too, in times in my life where I haven't done that forgiveness. And, and, it, and it, I have found that at times it has actually kept me from God. Really? Really? Yeah. And sometimes I, I, I find it in my life, it has worked in the reverse where I have committed a sin against God and I keep it in. I keep it in. Uh, and then and then by doing that, I also 
uh, step away from God so I don't have to confess it to him. But there's nothing I can't confess to him. I have to realize it all the time. Oh, well, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, but, I mean, we're blessed we have a forgiving, loving God. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. He's, he, yes. I, I don't know how we live without it. I know how I did. I know how I did. I don't know. I'm glad I don't have to anymore. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, I'm going to back. <clears throat> so if you are able to forgive yourself and ask God for forgiveness, that should be, should be enough. It's also, I, I just, in what you were saying, you got to be able to forgive others and mean it and let and go on. And I know too many people who say, yeah, yeah, I forgive you. And then they still hold that for years. And years. yeah, I, 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 I forgave, but I can't forget. And yeah. Yeah. I, I understand that. Mm -hmm. I'm sure we've all at some point had that, but as long as, as long as we, I think as long as that be, is part of our life, part of our, our, our mentality and our thought process, uh, -huh. uh, it, it's harmful because it's, it's a negative thing and any negative thing we have in our life is not, is not good for us. Well, it's not healthy, not healthy at all. No. Mm -hmm. so I, I think that, uh, as difficult as it's going to be at times, forgiveness also should include forgetfulness. I mean, uh, God's word says that he forgives your sins and they're forgotten. Yeah. And it's, it's very, very hard to do that as a, as a human. Yeah. But yeah, but we are called to follow God and we, and Jesus on the cross said, father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Yeah. And what did they, you know, what did they do? Yes. Uh, so he's, he's asking for forgiveness of, from those who have persecuted him and who are crucifying him. And, uh, you know, and again, as God's word says that, you know, he is faithful to forgive when he, to forget when he, when he forgives you. And it also reminds me of forgiveness, uh, which is the ultimate forgiveness of, of, uh, from a human that I've read. And this was within the last few weeks, I was reading a story on, um, persecution of Christians and uh, this was in India, where some uh, Christians were were killed for their faith. Mm -hmm. And one of the women, one of the wives of one of the men that had been killed, forgave those responsible for the killing of really? those men. Yes, because she believed it was the right thing to do. Hmm. Well, and my thought is if that one woman can forgive those that group of men who were responsible for the killing of a, I don't much remember how many Christians there were mm -hmm. a handful of them at least. And we should be able to, uh, I'm not sure what you can do to me or anybody else do to me to, that would be harmful or sinful that I should not be able to forgive. I mean, that to me was uh, truly what God has asked us to do. Yeah. That, puts it in perspective there is yes, no doubt uh, uh, when you think about when i think about that it'll humble me yeah it, it truly is humbling but uh and i i am i have said prayers for that woman that uh, uh thanking her of uh, 
thanking God that she was that able to do that and he was able to lead her through that. And also the example. I am thankful that I, I read that article that I was led to read it because uh, it was uh, it was amazing. Yeah, read that. That actually is, yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, <laughs> it's hard to, yeah. How do you? It's not that you're trying to compare or compete with with a with a, a enormously forgiving woman, but how do you not sit back after reading that or hearing about that and just go, wow? Yeah, this no, woman it, is faithful. Yes, and it, it, she she has set an example. I'm yeah, uh, yeah. It's, it's a great it's, example too. Should be yeah, uh huh. Right around and the it, world. Yeah, and yeah, it's an example. Uh, example of God's love. Yeah, my goodness. And, and she has certainly certainly shared that with uh, others. Well, I guarantee you, as much as I can guarantee anything in life, which I can't do that, <laughs> I don't have that kind of power. But that lady's going to have a very special seat beside God when she dies. Or when she goes to the next, to the next. Oh, uh, yeah, it's uh, got to just got to. There are people with uh, oh, amazing faith, uh, and yeah. uh, but but I when I also look at that, I uh, also must say that if we have we we need faith, and mm-hmm. where wherever we're at in our faith, as long as our faith is in God and our faith is in the, in the fact what Jesus has done for us on the cross and His resurrection. And we accept that grace that God has given us. We are on the right path. We are we are on the path to to uh, eternity in heaven. Uh, and and our hope is simply that we we grow in that faith and and then in that hope that that God has for us and that we're open to it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I think it's a whole growth process. You know there. Are, the whole growth process, you know, my growth process started many years ago and it, I took a vacation. Uh, it wasn't a needed vacation, that's for sure, <laughs> but I took a vacation. Yeah. And when I came back and got very, you know, got serious about this, then, you know, things, things got better. Yeah. You know, there's still those times of trials and tribulations, times when I get in the way. Did you just say when I get in the way? Meaning yeah, yourself. When I get in the way. I get in the way too often. I've done uh, that in the past. Okay. How do I get in the way? Yeah. How do you get in the way? Well, okay. Uh, I mean, if uh, that's going to throw you a, a curveball we're not ready for, that's fine. We'll go to a, No, 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 no. Okay. Let me put it to you this way. And uh, the perfect example of me mm-hmm. getting in the way. And it's happened a few times too often. Well, once is too often. I will pray to God for something that is an opportunity that I have. Mm-hmm. I will pray that. I hear his voice tell me yes or no. Okay. And a couple of those times I've gotten in a way, say, Lord, I need this decision now. And if I don't hear your voice in the next five minutes, when I have to say yes or no to this, then I am going to assume it's a yes. Well, <laughs> I got in a way right there. I took away from the whole prayer. Didn't I? The whole meaning of my prayer to ask for his help when saying constraining him to a time limit. Right, which in a way I think shut my my uh, heart off to listening to what he may have been telling me, and right. uh, yeah, it's just which may have been stop looking at your watch. <laughs> I don't even know if I gave him five minutes. Yeah, <laughs> you know, was, I need your answer I now. Even, yeah. well, I don't bad. know, but it was it was something wow. that I wanted. Yeah, 
that I thought would be pleasing to him, but I got in a way when I prayed and did not let him answer. I just took the answer I wanted. Yes. Okay. So now that makes sense to me. It does. I'm sure that we've all done that. I, I, I know that I have. I, and I think that's why I got away from praying for a while was because I wasn't waiting around to hear the right answer. So stop, I stopped asking. I stopped talking. Yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. And I, I, I had mentioned on a previous podcast that there's a time when I prayed for something that was not pleasing to God. Mm-hmm. And I got, I didn't wait for, well, the answer came, but it certainly was not the answer I was looking for. <laughs> yeah. And after yeah. a couple months, yeah, he finally said, yeah, Tim, your prayer was the wrong prayer. It was, and, and I realized it was the wrong prayer, but, uh, yeah. and why, but you know, I, you're right. We can, we get in the way and, and it, yeah, it can stop us from praying and, uh, yeah, doing things, but, but then again, yeah. for me, it was a selfish thing because, well, if you're not giving, if you're not going to ask or answer what, or give me what I wanted, then I'm not going to ask anymore or talk to you anymore. And that's just selfish. <laughs> I mean, that's just, yeah. there's other words for it besides selfish yeah. or stupid, but it, it was awfully judgmental of something you shouldn't be judging. <laughs> a, it, <laughs> and I don't it, have the right it, to. Yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a journey that we need to take to uh, have uh, trust that goes back to that, having trust in our faith. Yes. Trust that God in his time will give us the answer. Yes. I agree. Uh, and uh, not, not just say, okay, God, I, I haven't heard from you. I'm going to take over now. Yeah. Well, that's not going to lead you anywhere good. Usually. No. Or ever. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I know you got another one sitting there in the wings. We're waiting to talk about, uh, why don't you give us another poem? Okay. This one is called His Embrace, which is something that we all hope to to be in. And I just wanted to mention, this is from the book Living in God's Rhyme. His arms are open to those whose lives are broken. That is you, it is me, it is everyone we see. He died that we might be made right in his sight by death. Our sins he overcame, so we can be the same, we can share in his reign. Through resurrection, so we may be risen, released from our prison, new life he has given. Our lives were broken, faith put a token, a gesture, not a true sacrifice to forgive the sins of our life. Through love he stretched out his arms, delivered us from harm, and died. He died for us, God's son Jesus. His life he did give that sinners might live, and he reaches out that we might believe no longer in doubt and no longer deceived. Through truth we have been set free so that all can see the Christmas story in its final glory. To a world that is broken, his loving arms are open to share his embrace as we run this race. And there's just a couple of things that I wanted to uh, mention in what I had written here. Mm-hmm. Um, this one stands, it says, our lives were broken, faith put a token, a gesture, not a true sacrifice to forgive the sins of our life. And that's referring back to uh, the Old Testament times where every year they had, um, you know, they throughout the year they performed sacrifices and they had the one uh, celebration of where they sacrificed uh, for a, a 
for the uh, blood of the sheep for uh, the forgiveness of their sins. But it, was, it wasn't something that lasted forever. It was more a, a token sacrifice in the end because they, you know, eventually went back to their ways of the world. And, uh, and then another year later, they would uh, come back for that sacrifice again to, to perform it. So it was something, and with Jesus, though, uh, it's not something we have to do over and over again. He doesn't have to sacrifice his life more than the one time he did. He did it once for all of us. Mm-hmm. So that's just an explanation of that. Uh, our lives were broken, faith but a token, a gesture, not a true sacrifice to forgive the sins of our life. And then uh, also one other thing that I've noticed as I've been picking up, going through the books and looking for poems, I've noticed this as long as I've been writing that a lot of times I, well, yeah, a number of times in my poems, there is this rhyme of the Christmas story and God's glory. Well, and I wrote here through truth, we have been set free so that all can see the Christmas story in its final glory. But yeah, the Christmas story is the beginning of this. His birth is the beginning and through his death and resurrection, you know, we see its final glory. So I just, I, my hope and pray that we all feel his loving embrace at times in our lives when we need it. And we feel it in those times when uh, we are in his presence. He is always there for us. Yeah. So you said this was uh, from Living in God's Rhyme? Yes. Uh-huh. And when did you probably write this one? Do you remember? What oh, Living in God's Rhyme was written in... 2000 and uh, I suppose I could have looked that up myself. I've got the book. You're not sitting next to me today. No, it was written in 2017. Okay. 2018 probably. And it was written on Facebook. This one was? Uh, Yes. I don't know if I told this story or not, but the second publisher I had because the first one went out of business. Mm Mm-hmm published the first two books I had and and I had one of the uh, the people there send me a couple emails saying that she was sure that there was another story that I had to tell really <laughs> well she was right but also the uh, marketing person that I had assigned to me told me that I needed to have a uh, presence on social media for the books mm-hmm being the introvert that I've told everybody I am, I, I didn't, what do I do? She said, well, you need a Facebook page for your books. Okay. So uh, somehow I did find out without any problem how to set up a business page on Facebook. Right. So then I get to that point. I say, oh, this is easy. Now what do I post? What will make people interested in this? So I, uh, the hard part, I posted a couple of videos and I don't remember what else, but after about a week, God gave me this thought and he said, write your next book on Facebook. So in the next 78 days on Facebook, I posted 75 new poems. So you were in what guys, and I had a, I had a good number of people reading them, uh, on Facebook. And, uh, you know, it says, you can watch this journey as I write this book. Now, there were a handful of poems that I didn't share on Facebook. And mm-hmm. uh, I think if you read the book, you'll understand why. 
even the most personal one I shared on Facebook. But uh, it was, uh, I enjoyed it because that's those times when I would lay in bed at night and I say, okay, lead me, Lord, to a to a place in the Bible where, you know, you, you can, you have something for me. And the majority of those that were written came that way. And thank goodness my bedroom's not upstairs. It's right next door to the computer room. So <laughs> I wasn't tripping down the stairs or anything. Yeah. Uh, but that's, no, that's how, uh, that's how that one came about. Wow. And it was a, it was a truly blessed time in my life. I continued writing after that and posting after that. Mm-hmm. And I just, I it got to the point where, okay, at, uh, you know, I'm not ready to publish another book, but, uh, Tim, you got two or three books here, why don't you? I just held back for a while. Yeah. I got into some Tim Carter poems, which are goofy and which you're probably familiar with. And maybe yeah, we'll yeah. read some of them. I, w- I would like to read the, the whole series of poems that I wrote about this podcast leading up to it, where I talked about the microphone and the megaphone. Mm-hmm. I have put them all together now. So maybe one day we can read that, which is truly my mind. I think what we should do is we should make that a bonus episode, folks. Oh, okay. We could make that a whole bonus episode about Tim's thoughts about this podcast. Okay. And everything that <laughs> went into that. the real Tim. Oh, um, okay. No, that, I, I, I do. I like that. And, and when you send me show notes, make sure you put down bonus episode. <laughs> bonus episode. Okay. I'll yeah. get into that one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, get- anybody, who's, anybody who's following you has probably already read most of them. And I have. Uh, and I... Yeah. I <laughs> Yeah, that, yeah, that might have been my old brother, Tim. Yeah, but yeah, let's not get into any more than this one. No. We're going to no, make it a bonus. <laughs> yeah, make it a bonus. Um, yeah. There's, this is, uh, it's not that we're getting long here, folks, but we're getting to, we're getting closer to the end. But there is something I wanted to talk about here that it really kind of touched me. And I, I, I look back on something we talked about in the last one. And I was the one that brought it up. We're in, in, this is 2021, and the world's a little wacky in the last year or so because of this COVID uh, adventure we've all been on. I call it an adventure. A lot of people call it other things. But the last, last sentence in that poem where it says, To a world that is broken, his loving arms are open to share his embrace as we run this race is as meaningful today as it was the day you wrote it. And maybe to me a little more because this whole pandemic thing has been different for Dave than it has been for Tim. And it has been for his wife, Mary Lou and all my friends and and everybody's gone through something different. Somebody has gone, some have gone through painful deaths of friends and family. I just found out the other day that work that a 43 year old guy who worked for Disney was was taken by COVID, and I'm thinking, God. But if if he maybe if we had all been a little more faithful in our our embrace of God, or our our I don't know, it's just our loving of God that maybe some of these things wouldn't happen to the extent that they did. That's well, that's a day's soapbox for the day. Okay. Well, you know, since that time in the Garden of Eden, the the, the world has been broken, but. Uh, you know, and and hopefully the race that we're running is is the race with God, the race that Paul, that uh, the Apostle Paul talked about, running the race and finishing it. And it, and that 
our race, our race is one with God. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We're going to falter if we race, if we try to run the world race, we're going to falter. And I think that's evident in a lot of yes. things. I, I think, think so. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And, and when you talk about through truth, we have seen through truth, we have been set free so that we can see the Christmas story in all its glory. That's, I'm sorry, that's real. That makes you think. That makes you, your your poetry makes me think, brother. And that's one of the things I love about your poetry. Thank you. It makes me think about what's going on. It also doesn't make me think about what's going on in the world. It makes me think that uh, what's going on with me. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's just, that's just that day's soapbox for the day. Well, person, uh, uh, poetry is meant to be personal, usually. Uh, mm-hmm. I know there's times it's not, but for me, it's personal. Right. We've talked about it's just in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. You got any uh clothing clothing? Yeah, okay. We got any closing thoughts before we go to a uh before we go to a prayer and we, we start yeah. giving them the plugs for everything? <laughs> yes. Yes I do. This one is from God's Rhyme. It's uh the first book. So but this was written back in the eighties. 1980s for you youngsters. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called The Return. And uh, I will tell you, this one, as I was writing it, surprised me. Really? Yes, it did. The Return. Listen. I hear, I hear a whisper. A sound ever so gentle, as if a cool breeze comforting in the heat were found when standing still. I hear it again, calling, calling me. Come, come, you are falling. Feel my arms. I will catch you. I'll comfort you, son. Oh, thank you, Father. I love you. I missed you. Welcome home. We rejoice in your homecoming, son. Your room is as you left it, as are you and I, as we once were. The water drops on his sleeves were not from the storm clouds. Gone they now are. No, my tears fell freely. On his majestic robes of grace, he so loved me and rejoiced in my return. I wept joyfully in his arms, my father, my redeemer, my God. That's really good. uh, Again, it goes back to what he's done for us. We sin, we ask for forgiveness, he welcomes us back. We're there always. Yeah. Who or what else would do that besides God, besides our God? There is, there you know, is I, no I know you're going to do this stupid stuff, but ask me for forgiveness, and and I will, and we'll go on, and hope you don't Hopefully, do it. <laughs> and and the other thing is, you know, we we need to learn from our from our mistakes. Yeah, and uh, that uh, I've noticed growth in that recently. Have you? And yes, it's a period where um, there are things that I got off track during this pandemic. I will admit. Okay, I did. It just um, did something to me. And at one time, I just decided that uh, fear was the answer. Forgive me for for this, but I, um, you know, I told myself, well, you know, my dad was an alcoholic. Uh, I'm just like him. There's other ways that I'm like my dad was, our father was. And... You know, I, it got to the point where I just 
I w- <laughs> I'm amazed at how much I could drink in a night. And at the end of the night, I could fall asleep right away. It wasn't that I found joy. I found numbness in it. Mm-hmm. Numbness to the world around me and to those around me. And I hurt, especially my wife. And finally, at just one day, God, I don't, I don't want to say he hit me over the head, but he, he woke me up. Mm-hmm. He woke me up. And now, you know, I, I pray uh, every day that I'm led away from that sin and I'm led away from that temptation. And I can now walk in the grocery store through uh, past that aisle that has the beer in it and not even think about it. But I, um, it is something that, you know, I, he, he's welcomed me back. He, he's brought me back when I was ready. Mm-hmm. I knew when I was living that way that it was wrong. But, uh, and I knew that it, it took me away from him because I wasn't praying. But I'll tell you, Dave, when he opened my eyes again and the clouds of, the mist of the alcohol was removed from me, from my face, from my inner being. Mm-hmm. Uh, my faith deepened in knowing that uh, it came back again to that trust where I trusted him that I was praying every day to be led from that desire, but I trusted that he was going to lead me. And uh, since then, my faith has become stronger than it was before this pandemic started. I haven't gone back to writing this type of poetry again, but in my talks with God, and I do talk to him now, I have mm-hmm. for a long time off and on, but it's just the time for poetry writing is not now. Uh, this is the season for the podcast. Right. So uh, I spend my time with that. But uh, again, he welcomed me back. And through the rainstorm, the storm that I had been in, those those were teardrops on his majestic robes of grace. It wasn't the rain anymore. It was my teardrops. And I am so thankful. I am so blessed uh, that for his patience, but also for his fact that he led me back and out of that sin. Wow. I have felt his embrace. Wow, that's pretty good. I mean, I'm glad he did. I'm glad that that's worked, that works for you that way. <laughs> I have followed our Father's ways in many other ways, and uh, time for another. That's a discussion for another day. Yeah. Uh, for Dave. Well, we are, again, we are, we're starting to get long, Tim. Why don't we... Uh, why don't you go ahead and take us out with a prayer, and then I'll, 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 we'll, we'll both tell people how they can find you and I. Okay. Dear Father in heaven, we thank you for this time to praise you for your love and your goodness and your ways. We pray for those listening to this podcast that they feel your embrace in their lives this coming week. It is in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, folks, Again, we're going to be here every week. <clears throat> Excuse me. I apologize. We're going to be here every week on Living in God's Rhyme podcast. It's not Living in God's Rhyme podcast. It's called Living in God's Rhyme. It's a podcast. 
<laughs> so <laughs> you type that in there, it, it may come up in your in your search, but uh, you've already found us if you're listening, uh, and we're glad you're listening. Thank you very much for listening to us and subscribing yes. to us. Yes, thank and, you very much. Yes, and following us. Uh, I believe your Facebook page, Tim, is doing a little bit better. Uh, I also understand that, and I know for a fact that we're starting to grow on the podcast. You can find Tim's books at Amazon.com backslash God Still Rhymes or God Rhymes or Living in God's Rhyme. But I would start with, and I think Tim would uh, agree with me, start with God Rhymes. Uh, God, it's, God's Rhyme. God's Rhyme. It's so type in God's rhyme uh, with a space and then put in Tim Carter and that should pop right up and that should give you all three of the books eventually, or it does. Also, barnesandnoble.com, uh, God rhymes, Tim Carter, and you should be able to find the books there. Uh, let me let me say one thing that we haven't mentioned before. Yeah. But uh, the price of God's rhyme and living in God's rhyme is eight ninety nine, and because I couldn't stop writing on living in God's rhyme, it is nine ninety nine. <laughs> we paying for paper? Is that what it is? <laughs> and ink? Yes, paying for paper. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, but you know what, folks? You think of it this way: you spend nine ninety nine the first time to get the great Tim Carter's book, and then from then on, he's giving you a dollar discount every time. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying here, folks? You got to look at life through Dave's point of view. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> there are times it's worthwhile. Uh, there are times, yeah. Yeah. Um, again, we are on Facebook.com backslash God Still Rhymes. That's Tim's page. Uh, that's where you can find all the information about us. You can also find us on iHeartRadio, Tuned In Radio. Pandora, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Spreaker, uh, Radio Public. <laughs> the list goes on and on and on and on and on. Uh, podcasts will come out. I'm scheduling them, folks, just so you know. I'm scheduling them for 6 a.m. on Fridays. And and you feel free to, to tell your friends and subscribe. Please tell your friends about us. We, we like that. Now, I'm going to take a little drink and let Tim talk for a second or two. All right. We just end with this. If you give him the times as you live, his word rhymes. May you all have a blessed week. God bless you all, and thank you again for listening. Thank you, folks. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.